Good morning. We are live and learning the Sfas Emes. Uh, this morning, our class is dedicated Lalias Neshama, Mindel Bas Yechiel Zev, Shulnerein, whose yard site we are uh, uh, observing. And she was born in Warsaw, Poland, to a Gare family who were followers of the Sfas Emes and all the Gare rabbis. And so it's very appropriate that we learn in, in her merit uh, this morning. Also, we are learning Chai Sara, which is a special Parsha, which uh, 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 gives us insights into the wonderful prophet and leader of the Jewish people, Sarah Imenu. So we're going to begin by looking at the Midrash, the Sfas Emes, um, always, almost always, likes to reference the, the Midrash in his exposition and helping us to understand the Parsha. And he begins this Maimar by explaining that Hashem created time. And this is a pretty pretty amazing thought when you think about it that many people take time for granted and certainly we know that time is a construction today and this but this casual observation uh, is is critically important so if you can imagine that God created time maybe you could also imagine a world without time I, it hard hard for me to do that, but I'm sure if if you spend some time on it, maybe we could think of what would world like be like without time. And there are definitely lots of science fiction uh, approaches to this issue. The Svasemis does this as a way of reminding us or informing us that we live in a world where Hashem created time, and that's one of the manifestations of Hashem's presence in the world. We're always looking to find God in the world. We're looking in nature, we're looking in happenstance, we're looking in coincidence. Very often people wanna see hashgacha pratis and different things, and absolutely that is the divine hand. We see it in, in our uh, the divine presence, we feel the shechina on Shabbos. Very few of us though think about that time is one of the ways we experience Hashem in this world. Well, but we do inadvertently, we do actually recognize it because we talk about Hashem being a creator and that Hashem creates. And the fact that Hashem creates makes us realize that Hashem is lamala minateva is above time. Lamala min hazman, excuse me, above time. Hashem is not bound by the constraints of time that humans are. So there's another way that we can appreciate the importance of time. For example, and this is based on an idea that, that uh, a wonderful teacher, uh, 
uses to explain the Svasemis Rabbi Lef, he, he brings down a beautiful idea. Consider the implication that follows if we have an opposite perspective. So Aristotle asserted on the contrary that the world is eternal. And this seemingly innocent statement led people to believe that the world is eternal. Because, and, and if, you, if one believes that the world is eternal, then it can't have been created, right? And so if a person believes that the world's eternal, it leads them away from belief in God. And he, and he has this great line, unfortunately, inaccurate metaphysics leads to misconceived physics. So people who adopted Aristotle's inaccurate metaphysics, right, uh, uh, gave up their belief in God. But of course, we know that the world is not eternal. Science has proven that the world is not eternal, that the world was created. The whole concept of, 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 uh, of the universe being created from a big bang eliminates the idea that, that the earth is eternal. So Aristotle, you lost that one. Now let's continue back to the Midrash. The Midrash Rabbah on the Parsha quotes a verse in Tehillim, which says, Yodea Hashem Yemei Tamimi. Hashem knows the days of the perfect for their inheritance will be forever. And this, this Midrash, by bringing this, this Pasuk in this verse from Tehillim, points out two key themes that the Sasemis wants us to keep in mind. One involves time how we perceive it, how we relate to it. The other is the role of the tzaddik, of the righteous person. And in this case, the righteous person we are discussing is Sarah Imenu, Sarah our mother. And lest anybody think that tzaddik is reserved for only men, the Svasemis here makes no distinction between a tzaddik who is a woman or tzaddik is a man. Sari Menu being a tzaddik. Now, we know from earlier teachings of the Svas Emes that Hashem's presence is often hidden. Right? I mean, we see that in other places, but this is a common theme of his. And the word for olam, world, is closely related to the word, a word helem, which means hidden. And what's the role of the tzaddik teaches us Tzvas Emes? The tzaddik helps to lift the veil on the, that is covering godliness in the world. It literally pierces that covering or lifts it up and enables us, all of us to live a life which is in awareness 
of what is really essential and what is really going on in inner reality, a reality connected, a reality of uh, and aware of Hashem and the universe and Hashem's universe. Now, the Svasamas continues that Hashem is also hidden, right, in time. And one of the things that we do is, help, is to try to pierce through that and to see God in time. So just like Hashem created space, Hashem created time. And just as you can be oblivious to Hashem in the world and in creation in space because he's so hidden, because Hashem is so hidden. So you can also misperceive or miss altogether, right? Hashem's presence in the events that unfold around us. And there's a, 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 a verse in Mishle in Proverbs, which helps us to understand this. It says, every clever person acts with knowledge but the fool broadcasts his foolishness. I'll say it again. Every clever person acts with knowledge, but the fool broadcasts his foolishness. Now, to the, to the casual observer, the life of a tzaddik and the life of a, of a uh, Russia, a person who's uh, the opposite of a tzaddik, may appear identical. In other words, uh, uh, um, they, they both have to live in this world, right? It's not like the tzaddik is exempt from the day-to-day -day reality. Right? They still have to eat and drink and they have to earn a living and live and sleep and all these things. And the, so does the, the, the person who's the opposite of a tzaddik. They're both involved in Olam Hazeh. They're both involved in this world, very much in the, the, the material world that we live in, both of them. And yet we know that there's a huge difference, right? Now, here it gets a little bit complicated. So I'll try, to, we're gonna to try to learn this uh, uh, in depth here. So there's a word in in Mishle that we translated, Be'adas. So, so Be'adas, we usually read it, right? That the every person acts, a clever person acts with knowledge, Be'adas, they act with knowledge. So this Fas Emes reads the word Be'adas as integrates or unifies. So the, he, the, the tzaddik integrates the internal and the external realities of, of life, the internal reality of Hashem's presence and, what, and the external appearance of Hashem. This is one of the roles of the tzaddik, to integrate these things. So we continue. A wicked person right, has a distorted view of reality. 
and fails to see the world as it really is. Whether that's a precursor to being, in other words, whether misperception is a precursor to being uh, a wicked person or a wicked person that therefore then sees things, that is a question that he does not answer right here. But we want to come to a ne the next step in this facet. There's a phrase we have in Judaism called Yishuv Hadas, which normally, conventionally, we explain this Yishuv Hadas as having like a collected, collected and calm thoughts. Yishuv Hadas. We're calm, we're collected thoughts. Now, often this eludes us, right? Because we're so, you know, worked up about so much. And we don't have Yishuv Adas. We don't have that ability to just have clarity. And the Sasemis says that Yishuv Adas is conducting ourselves in a deliberate and thoughtful manner. In other words, it's not a passive state, Yishuv Adas. Yishuv Adas is actually an active state of conducting ourselves in deliberate and thoughtful ways. That's Yishuv Adas. And to reach that state where we conduct ourselves in this manner requires that we unify our actions with our thoughts. Let's say that again. When our actions and our thoughts are unified, then we are able to act in a deliberate and thought through manner. And the opposite, Swasemis would probably say is also true, right? When there's a difference between our thoughts and our actions, so then we don't have Yeshuvadas. We live in internal conflict. Now there's another concept in Judaism which helps us explain this week, which is the concept of tamimus. Now, yemei tamimim that we mentioned at the beginning. What is really tamimus? What is tamimim? We normally say that we call it perfect, right? But he wants to say that tamimim or tamimus is a state where our thoughts and our actions are one. Our thoughts and our actions are one. A person who is tamim, who is tamim, a person who is tamim is no longer have has this internal conflict or confusion of their of the thinking, right? Uh, they don't have that cognitive dissonance. I feel this, but I, I have to do this. Such a profound yet simple idea. And it's, and, and Sara Imenu, right? That's, that was her, as, as we'll see. And it's something that we can aspire to. Right? This idea that we escape cognitive dissonance by having a unification of thought and action. 
Now, why does the Torah, back to, the, back to where the, the, the text of the Torah, why does the Torah explain this, her life, in, in her, her years in such an odd manner? Sarah's life was 127 years, the years of Sarah's life, right? Me'ashana, ve'esrim shana, ve'shiva shanim. Why, why not just do it simpler? Why not just say, Sarah lived to 127 years? So Svasemis explains that the Torah is working with an illusion brought to mind by two words which sound alike, chaye and chiyas. And the Svasemis teaches us that during her life, the chiyus, the vibrancy of her world and the entire world was due to her. The tzaddikis, sorry, maybe, and other tzaddikim in other epochs. And this idea that the Swasemis returns to very often of chiyus, this vibrancy, this spiritual energy, which pulsates through the world, Sara Imenu brought that to the world. She was the conduit of that for her generation. Now, how does a tzaddik get there? Would you just apply? How do you get to this place where you, you have the remarkable responsibility and the achievement that you're bringing the chiyas to the world? So a tzaddik reaches this place and this responsibility and this accomplishment by enabling people to perceive true reality in which God's presence is manifest, though it seems to be hidden. When the tzaddik raises everyday life and our thoughts, to a higher level of Kedusha. And so when the tzaddik is engaged in this, when the tzaddik is engaged in helping us to see godliness in the world, then the tzaddik merits to be the, the conduit of chiyas for the world. You know, we are very often, we are at the whim of our spirits, right? Wake up, cloudy day, maybe we're in the doldrums. Wake up, it's a sunny day, maybe we're in a good mood. And while we are cognizant of this, right? I think we all would rather wake up and always have that kind of uh, um, positive outlook on life every morning. But we also know that we wake up some mornings and and somebody wrote to me today, Boker mediocre, you know. But yet this is a, this is nothing that we want, right? It's regrettable. We wanna wake up and we wanna have a positive outlook on, on, on the day. And the truth is when we wake up and we allow ourselves surrender ourselves, we, we let ourselves 
have our state of mind be affected by the weather or by the news or by something that somebody said or did, we lose our autonomy. It's, it's, it's such a critical lesson for all of us to, to keep in mind. Hashem gave all of us the ability to define and our own mood, right? to determine how we're going to feel and act. And when we allow ourselves to be the pilot of how we feel and our moods, so we also are a little bit like God in that we are lamalim in azman. We're not letting time dictate how we feel. When our mindset is above and beyond that which is around us, we are lamalim in azman. We are emulating God. So how do we get there? How do we get to the place where we are unmoved by the external effects of the day and we can maintain our level of connectedness and simcha? How do we get there? So if we think about our tefillin for a moment, there's a verse in our tefillin that says, Hayom atem yotzi'im, today you are leaving slavery on a day in spring. We put on our tefillin this pasuk, which normally we think of as referring to Yitzis Misraim, right? That we have to remember every day the exodus from Egypt. But we can we can retool that teaching to remind us that we are leaving a state of narrowness, a state of, of limits, a state where our mindset is dictated by all that's around us, the chaos of the world. And it's a day of spring. It's a, what is spring? A day of possibility, of growth. Of, of optimism. So every single day we can, can tap into that because truly every day is really a day of spring, even though the externalities might confuse us and get us to think that it's not. And I think that is one of the great lessons that we learned from Sarah, our mother, that no matter what she went through in her life and her challenges and her very very difficult, challenging life. She never lost that sense of optimism. For a moment, maybe, for a moment we see that she, she might have lost it, right? When she was told she's gonna have a child, you know, in her late age and she, she laughed, right? But she didn't curse. So ladies and gentlemen, and all those who are listening and watching, May we internalize this lesson from the Sfas Emes. Let us try to be like our dear mother, Sarah, bringing chiyas to the world. First, by how we, uh, how we think in every day that there is a spring 
and through that optimism, helping other people to connect with godliness. And in that way, we will bring more chiyas to the world, more spiritual vitality world. And please God, we'll usher in a time where the whole world recognizes Hashem. Thank you for listening to the Sfasemes podcast. If you enjoy this class, please share it with your friends. We're now available wherever Anchor podcasts are available. Shabbat Shalom. Good Shabbos.